Welcome to the Stripped Down Know Nothing Podcast, focusing on the bare naked ladies. That's right, whether they're strong as hell or running on fumes, from great provider to dusty rooms, we're It's All Been Done, the podcast. He was built in 1976. It's my co-host, Evan. See, my co-host, tall and beautiful, like a thimble on a sharp pencil. It's Saker. Like a thimble on a sharp, a sharp pencil. pencil. Which way is the thimble? Am I covering the sharpness? Or am I am mm. I hiding your light under a blanket? A little mushroom I... tip. Yeah, I think it's the mushroom tip. Okay, so it doesn't matter whether it's going the down. sharp. Right? In fact, it's worse that it's sharp. I'm going to yeah. break that tip. I'm going to break that tip right off. But right? you're protecting the tip. You're protecting the tip. Like a, like a condom on a <laughs> salty tip. <laughs> A salty. When you think of dick, is the first adjective that enters your mind salty? I don't know. I was just trying to find a two-syllable word, and that was the first one that came to mind. Yeah, a flaccid dick. Flaccid. <laughs> yeah, mine is turgid. Turmeric. Turgid. Is that turgid? Is a great penis word. That's one of the. That's one of the top penis words, as far as I'm concerned. Oh, we're coming in hot. Here's here's my problem, and this is a big problem. I can never remember whether turgid means flaccid or rock hard. And I don't want to describe myself as turgid, just in case. I might yeah, get just, it wrong in whatever scenario I'm trying to do. You just stick with tumescent, and that's that's going to do you well. Tumescent means covered in turmeric, right? Yes, yes, turmeric. It has the essence of turmeric. It's, it's, I think that's turmescent. Turmescent, that's correct, yes. Tumescent is you've entombed your dick. You're never going to use it again. There's that R in turmeric that no one ever pronounces. Mm. But you don't have to, right? Nobody says February. I do. Evan, you don't say February. Fe- February, February, shortest <laughs> month in all the year. This is the second time I've sung this song on the podcast. <laughs> February, February, February's here. Is this? Are we bookending? Was it like Hello City and this episode? Are we yep, done with yep. the podcast now? I'm done. I'm going to get uh, exercised by some Civil War shaman. <laughs> okay. We're pretty close to February as the release of this episode comes out. Oh, yeah. And yeah, this would be, be like early Jan. Yeah, we're pretty close to February with the recording of this episode. <laughs> yeah, honestly. yeah. To, to pull back the curtain a little bit, uh, Saker got COVID. Great. Yeah, Saker got COVID and then completely forgot about a recording session. <laughs> I, so I, I didn't. I got COVID and then I went on vacation and then it was Christmas Eve <laughs> for mm. all of our recording days. Mm, I don't think so. so. I think you totally forgot about one. Yeah. Did I? Yeah. Did I forget about? A yeah, because then I came. I came and hung out at your house anyway. Did this actually happen? Yeah, because we were supposed to record on a Sunday, and then I, you you like invited like twenty people over for coffee, and I'm like, well, I guess we're not recording, but I guess I have a free Sunday now. The last oh, time I was at your house, I vaguely remember this. Yeah, we well, had a great time. And guess what? It's it's all yeah. It was it's delight, but you know that's why we're up against it. Way more important than this podcast. We needed a break. We needed a month and a half break. <laughs> we're taking a month off. We needed because we work better under pressure. You and I. Yes. Yes, this podcast is the friends we met along the way. That's that is one hundred percent correct. And we're recording again in a few days, right? Who knows? Okay, sounds good to me. Uh, all right. Um, how did we jump from penises to our recording schedule? <laughs> Just two big dicks talking about BNL. <laughs> it's true. Would you consider? Never mind. I don't want to talk about. <laughs> I don't want to talk about your penis. No, I'm thanks. done talking about your penis. Um, but honestly, are you here's here's my jam, right? Set the bar low. If you're a flat pencil, nobody expects you to be sharp. But if you're a sharp pencil, you're gonna get flattened down eventually. 
So set the bar low, right? You're going to get ground down. I think the pencil is the metaphor for life, right? This you you keep why... sharpening yourself, but every time you do that, you get smaller. There's and less of you. You know what? Exact. And if you're a flat pencil, nobody's going to use you. You're not going to get smaller. And that's that's, that's perfect. Fuck. Yeah. That don't get sharpened to... in the first place. That's yeah. why I always say don't sharpen the pencil at both ends. You know, like people say, don't bend. My, my kid gets really irritated when I say that. They're like, Daddy, you can't say that because you just sharpen the eraser. I'm like, you don't sharpen your erasers? How do you, how do you erase? <laughs> how do you... How do you get a fine point on your eraser? You're always erasing more than you want, kid. You dumbass. Mm-hmm. Yep. Um, yeah, I suppose that's true. Do you? Uh, they make the erasers with the little point on them, right? The oh yeah, yeah. You, you can get like. On. Yeah, you can get like a, a. I mean, there's like art erasers too, where you can erase very fine lines and things like that. Okay. Cool. Great news. Yeah. Beep, 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 beep. <laughs> <laughs> it has been forever since we've done any bare naked news, but you know what? I think it's time. Bare Naked News News. Here's Bare Naked News. Uh, Over the holidays, from December 1st to December 20th, Bare Naked Ladies did the Bare Naked Ladies Holiday Sweepstakes Advent Calendar. Every single day, they gave away something new. From recorded video messages from each of the four boys to old Last Summer on Earth merchandise that they're clearly trying to offload (laughs) to all sorts of garbage. Uh, your boy entered every single day, and I've not checked my uh, spam email since. Are you ready? I'm going to open it right now. <laughs> okay, here we go. This is Benedict like News. The present. And? And, drum roll. Save up to 80% off. The Sega Holiday Sale is here. Woo! <laughs> oh, yeah, I can't for... believe Ed sent you his Sega bucks. <laughs> oh, I don't think I won. Damn. Damn, dude. Honestly, I was really hoping to surprise you with a voice message from Jim. It's just, just uh, to, uh, it's, it's just Jim eating an entire foot-long hot dog. I, I mean, I think you could do it custom. So be, like yeah, like, <laughs> could, you, could you eat a hot dog for me? Sport peppers, cherry tomatoes, neon green relish, celery salt. Oh. I want the whole Chicago dog, Jimmy. Oh, yeah. You got to get those uh, little... What are those little sesame seeds? Not sesame seeds. What are those little black seeds that they put on the buns probably sesame seeds no they're not sesame seeds okay poppy seeds poppy seeds poppy seeds aren't those illegal that's the one mm, only in fucking california Jeez, the leftists want you to believe that poppy seeds <laughs> contain tiny amounts of opium <laughs> but in reality they contain nothing except mm. for delicious flavor and texture wow. wow that's great great news great news for poppy fans hey poppy fans I did hear Great a podcast back in the day where someone had eaten like a poppy seed muffin and tested positive from like a drug test or something. Really? I don't know if that I... was scare tactics or not, but like it was a it was like an NPR podcast, so I it has a modicum of like believability to me. Sounds right to me. Yeah, honestly, I mean, I feel like I've heard that before. I don't think that's uh, uh, out of the realm of possibility, right? Yeah, I mean, okay. I like to eat four to ten, four to ten poppy flowers every spring. <laughs> Do you just every go out every day. Fields? Yeah, I grow them. I grow them. You know, not like medicinally, but I grow them for like you know making beautiful bouquets because poppies are some of the most beautiful flowers. Um, yeah, and you know I sell them at farmers markets, but also you can pay me a dollar to just eat the heads off of all the <laughs> flower bouquets. I'll do that what... too. That's a service I provide. Oh, poppy flowers are so beautiful. I didn't know what I they looked you. like, but now oh. I do. See, see, I that, and that, dear listeners, is my Christmas gift to Saker. <laughs> it's... Uh, January 9th. Um, <laughs> a memory. Yeah. 
a memory of my a Christmas New Year's gift. gift to Saker. Poppy flowers are very much like a flower that you would put an inspirational quote over. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, escape the drudgery of life with opium. <laughs> exactly right. Here is my manifesto. <laughs> I believe that. <laughs> I'd write a manifesto on a picture of a poppy flower. Oh, boy. Hey, speaking of poppy flowers, Evan. Yeah. A tower is kind of like a flower because they rhyme. Speaking of speaking of poppy flowers, Carrie Poppy from Ono Ross and Carrie's favorite BNL boy is Kevin Hearn, and this is a Kevin Hearn song. This week's song tower. is called "See the Tower," and if you've never heard it before, here's a quick sample. See the tower, tall and beautiful, like a thimble on a sharp pencil. People know of you no matter where I go, your reputation is international. See the tower, see the tower. Helicopters buzzing round your tip, you were built in 1977. Oh boy, oh boy, oh Oh, boy. See the tower. This is, uh, I always get excited for songs like this. Because mm-hmm. you'll text me in advance and you'll be like, God damn, we got a banger week this week. <laughs> and it's I'll back, just, ba- the boys I'll, are back, baby. I'll, I'll look at that message with my eyes as wide as goddamn dinner plates. Like, uh-oh, I'm going to have to fight Evan on this week's podcast. Come at me, bro. I love this song. <laughs> Unapologetic. Um, yeah, you loved this song. That's interesting. There was a lot I loved about this song. I think we can find common ground in there were good things about this song, right? That's what the season's all about, is, you know, making peace. Yes, there were, I would say this song is almost all good, and there are some great things about this song. And I mean, honestly, this is exactly what I want from like a deep album track, right? What? Something that isn't just them meditating on how it is to be fucking 50 years old. So this is... uh, or, or Or play a concert. Okay, that's true. But in nerdcore terms, this is mm-hmm. what I would call, Cliff and I refer to as a Wikipedia song. Yeah. Which is when somebody in nerdcore looks up Scooby-Doo and then writes a song about Scooby-Doo that's just fucking, here are some facts about Scooby-Doo. I hate shit like that. Where it's like, just so like, here's a bunch you came of in facts. Pre, you came in pre, you prejudged the song. You came in ready to despise I it. I didn't read the lyrics. I just listened to it and I was like, oh, He's just saying th- this has no real. I mean, so, I guess it's got something. So you think Wikipedia it. had the uh, had the fact on it that like his friend once got fired? Do you think that the Wikipedia had the fact that Kevin Hearn once went on his first date with his wife on it? it Do you think Wikipedia had the fact that they dropped pumpkins down the hollow shaft? Made of concrete with the hollow shaft, they drop pumpkins just to see them smash. I went on a date there so long ago, and she never ever ever. I bet that's on the Wikipedia page. If that's something that they do often, right? I don't know. I, don't know. I didn't look at the okay. Wikipedia page, did you? <laughs> no, I didn't. I didn't need um, to because of this amazing stuff. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, hold on. It wasn't Kevin's friend who got fired. It was Kevin's friend Richard's friend. <laughs> oh, okay. It's friend a, of a fucking friend. third-hand account of someone who got fired from working there 45 years ago. <laughs> He had a good friend worked at the tower in the 80s And he got fired for joyriding on the roof of the elevator What a good How more specificity do you possibly want? Huh? 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 (laughs) You're right. We have to find that fine line between specificity 
and uh, I guess relevance. meaningfulness. Yeah, relevance. <laughs> yeah. I mean, this is a fucking beautiful monkey's paw of a like yep. song. Like you get like some old man gives you the monkey's paw, but like it's glowed up. Like it's got like nail uh, nail polish and like some. It's obviously had a manicure. The monkey's right. paw. It's got sure. a little, like its its fur is like gilded. You're like, oh, that's a beautiful paw. I almost hate to wake make a wish, but you have to. <laughs> I do. I do like how, uh, you know. We, we take the POV of a lot of different people, too, right? Like, this is a song that's often in the second person, which is very cool. Yes. Like, you don't hear many songs that talk about you. <laughs> I was confused for a while. I thought he was talking about me. I thought this song was supposed to be applicable to me. Have you ever um, seen The Tower? I've been to Toronto, which is where it is, right? Yes. So, so you've probably have... seen it. You must have seen it. You hey probably friend, haven't been in it. I actually have been in the tower. I'm remembering oh, now awesome. that, I, that I did. When I went to Toronto, I did go into the tower. And we went up to yeah, the I've top. Been the, I've been in the tower too, twice, I think. Oh my goodness. That's wonderful. Did you go on the glass floor? Oh, hell yeah. It's fun. I don't know what the appeal of the glass floor is. I guess it's just to freak yourself out, right? I mean, yeah. If, you have, if you're terrified of heights like I am, it is a fucking experience. Yeah. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. There's also the floor you can go out on where they don't have like they don't have windows they just have like bars so the wind oh. can like whip whip through i don't remember that at all that was that was maybe something they've changed because that's was i think i want to say this is back in the 90s when okay. i went and they had that i do see a picture here on google where they have like a bar that you can strap yourself to and then hang out over the edge which seems fucking terrifying jesus yes. christ yeah okay um but it's cool. It's a beautiful view of Toronto. I can't believe I forgot that I was up in the CN Tower until you called me out right now. So I have personal experience with this song. As we the both millions do. of Canadians. Yeah. So Kev Hearn was talking to you. Directly. He was talking to me. I do have. I look like a big old mushroom tip. Uh, listen, I- Saker, you have to listen now. Come on, Saker, I want to be your pal. If I could just talk with you a little bit. About your wife and lots of shit. Now I am. <laughs> nope. Nope. Song. Now you're verging into five lines. I will sing it all day long. It has to be four lines long, or less. Stop. All day long. All day long. All day, all day long. long. All day long. <laughs> <laughs> and I just slap on some planetarium noises, and that's a song. That's a, that's a current song. Now, there is one thing about this song, which is when the lyrics end, the song is done. Which for yes. a Kev song is unfucking real. I am yes. beyond delighted that Kev trained himself to do this. Incredible. He didn't train himself to do that. I think this was uh this was the tower itself moving through him. I <laughs> when tower the tower says, I span from here to here. When you hit exactly. the bottom, you're done. Looking at you as a pain in the neck. I could see you from my windowsill. I adored you. I adore you still. When you get to the top of the tower, you don't want to go any farther because it's just empty air. <laughs> this is kind of, you know what? Maybe this is the reminiscences of someone jumping off the CN Tower. Oh. And when they end, the song ends. You know what I mean? There's it should no end time with like, for an outro. Splat. Should, should, should with another, <laughs> another cymbal crash. <laughs> or we've already done it on this album, but just like gunshot noise. <laughs> sure. I love that. Yeah, um, so they, they jumped off the tower, but they had a loaded handgun with just one bullet, and they ex- <laughs> they executed themselves right before they hit the ground. I don't want to. I don't want to feel it. <laughs> oh I don't think God. you would. I think you would be. I think you'd be pretty dead. Yeah, I suppose probably pretty quickly. 
Uh, let's go through the track by track before we actually get into the song itself. Quick question. Okay. Yeah. Um, listeners, you might want to skip ahead like 20, 30 seconds because this, this touches on self-harm. If you jump off of a tower or a bridge or something, face first, back first. Oh my goodness. Uh, f- back first, I guess, right? Because you, you don't want to see it coming, right? Right. Yeah. You want to see the beautiful... Uh, yeah. And then you want you hit your... The back of your head first, which is where all the important <laughs> stuff is, right? Right. Yeah, that's yeah. where the the most important stuff is in the back of your where head. Your that's where I keep mine. Where meets your brain. That's what you want destroyed. <laughs> if by some miracle you fall on your face and survive, that's bad. That's what... I, like, hold Fair on, enough. listeners. Skip ahead another 30 seconds <laughs> if you've hit this point. Uh, because I think when some people jumped from the Twin Towers, didn't some people survive? Oh, dear. No, I don't know. I don't know that. Okay, I don't want to look it up. I, maybe that's yep. hearsay. <laughs> we're, we're down a uh, we're okay. down a we're down a rabbit hole. That yeah, seems... I, this is something I can look up later. Okay, great. Um, let's talk about the track by track for this one. Um, yeah. Without having heard the song, of course, listening to the track by track per- first, the the boys sang a little bit of the song on the track by track, and they said "Sharpen Soul," and I said, "That can't be." That can't be the lyric to the song. Sharpenzel. <laughs> it sounds like shit. It's a and Canadianism. It sure is Sharpenzel. Yeah. Pass me the hey, uh, pass me the Sharpenzel, huh? Is that yeah, that sounds, right. that sounds okay. right. That sounds right. That sounds right. Eh? But uh, this is a, a silly and fun song, as they describe it. Remarkably yeah. thoughtful. They uh, talk about it not not referring to it as the CN Tower in case it ever changes. Yeah, the, they say like, they say it could be the Scotia Bank Tower or the Smoothie King Tower. Yeah, which I really like. I want it to be the. Uh, I want it to go wild. I want it to be the Chuck E. Cheese Tower or oh the, yeah, uh, yeah Discovery Zone Tower, the um, Elon Musk Memorial Tower. <laughs> oh, that's nice. I was scared at first, but you changed it into a good thing. Uh, Ty says very local, very Toronto. Mm-hmm. Uh, Jim says there's something in every town that defines the town. So let me put this to you, Ev. What's what in Youngstown? Columbus. Or oh, Youngstown. I was going to say. I mean, I don't know. We have a fucking... Oh, for Columbus, it's like the OSU football arena. The shoe? The sh- the horseshoe, yeah. Yeah, yeah, like, yeah. Like, that's what everybody okay. comes to see. Uh, but I was thinking, like... But I was thinking Youngstown from where, where Saker and I have our roots. And I'm like, what? The Supermax prison? Like, what is in, <laughs> like, what is in Youngstown that... <laughs> that giant abandoned steel mill when you're driving uh, along? Wh- which one? <laughs> yeah, all right. That's fair. Okay. <laughs> Uh, I, God, like the, yeah. I always like the, uh, when you're driving by like Fellows Riverside, this is microcasting to Youngstonites, but uh-huh. like when you're driving by Fellows Riverside Gardens, there's like that U-Haul building that looks like oh, it's yes. out of like Bat- Batman the Animated sure Series. Does. Yes, it's it does. Like, <laughs> and I'm like, I'm like, I always like, doo, 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 doo. I always hear that in my head as I uh, drive by that. So that's, that's what I remember about Youngstown. They tried to make it a little more lively by like, putting things on the outside that were supposed to resemble the inside. Like you can see people like there's silhouettes of people walking around in there. They don't move or anything, but it mm-hmm. just looks way creepier that way. They did a really bad <laughs> yeah. job with it. Um, yeah. I don't know. Jimmy's Jimmy's Italian market. I'm trying to think of anything <sighs> else that possibly now we're just naming things in Youngstown. That's not, yeah, not yeah. interesting. Stanbaugh stadium. Yeah. Okay. Um, there were six cut verses oh yeah he's worked on this this for 10 years he said 10 years in the making this is a 10 verse song and it used to be a 16 verse song this is fucking wild how much more lovely 
honestly, I'm surprised if he's working on it for 10 years, there was only 16 verses, right? Couldn't you whip out these 10 verses in, I don't know, an hour and a half? Mm, I'm you not just did a verse about me that took you <laughs> 30 seconds and it was gorgeous. It was beautiful. <laughs> it was <Genre> transcendent. <laughs> like, honestly, I can't, how, how was he working on this for 10 years? Uh, he had a lot of other projects. Right, yeah. He's got a he's got a pretty packed schedule, our yeah. our, our Kev Hearn. So That's this is true. just like I feel like this is always in the back of his head. You know, he seems like so my my like picture of Kevin has changed a little bit after like the track by track of this album because like before I thought it was like he just sat down and shat out a song. Uh-huh. Like he just shat out a song because that's what it sounded like on a lot of these things and like right. the the like stream of consciousness type of his writing and then like you know he has a he has a formula and he's just like okay i'm gonna sit down and do this and then he does but now i feel like he spends a lot of time on these songs which is somehow worse yeah oh way worse (laughs) way worse (laughs) because that's what makes bad improv better than bad stand-up comedy right it's because improv it's you could it's excusable (laughs) yeah these guys didn't practice this (laughs) bad stand-up comedy is like how long have you been perfecting this type five that is loose as shit yeah this is bad it's bad but i have worked on this for 10 years no this is great (laughs) i love this song i'm just saying the other songs that he's that i've uh i've heard recently the other kev offerings this is like this is peak kev for me i mean it's not it's not jerome level kev but it's (laughs) Uh pretty close do you think this shows evidence of having been worked on for 10 years? Uh, sure. Yeah. Let's say yeah. Don't say sure to me. Okay, That's so... upsetting. Lyrically? No. Musically? Uh-huh. Yes. 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 Absolutely. I'll give you musically. This song got it all, baby. It's, it's fucking beautiful. Accordion and tambourine and horns and... And it builds. Like, it starts off with, like, the keyboard boops, and then, like, the snare and cymbals cut in, then the synth, then the guitar, then the bass drum and kettle drum, then horns. Yeah. Like, yeah. triumphant horns. And then space noises. And then a cymbal splash as the pumpkin drops. And then an accordion and tambourine, just, like, coming along for the party. Like, yeah. fucking amazing. It's just, it, it's just a slow build. It's great. It's very much a party of a song as it moves forward, right? And I was kind of surprised that the song is only three and a half minutes for A, there being so much in there, and B, it being a fucking Kevin song, right? Mm-hmm. Like, he's, he shows remarkable restraint with how he's <laughs> using the instruments and how he's, like, sort of strategically placing things, which are is very new for a Kev song and uh, and and very interesting. I do love it. And it's got a really cool time signature. It sounds like it's in... Six four time, if I'm right. Oh wow, I don't know. It's uh, yeah, it's like one two three four one two one two three four one two. See the tower. Yeah, I think it's six four time, which is really cool. Um, not a a time signature you hear a lot in pop music. Uh, I don't know if I'd even consider this pop music. This is not popular. What defines pop music? It's not rock. What the fuck genre is this? It feels like a um, a kids song kind of, but <laughs> yeah, like because it's 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 more it's informational, but it also like I really like the mix of like wiki facts, personal memories, and then like reference local references. Like uh-huh. I felt like there was enough of each. Like before, I got so at first I was worried because Kev was like running out of like vocal runway. He's like see the tower. He had like he'd like push a lot of words in there, like word stacking. Yeah, but then he like he like kind of finds his rhythm he's like oh oh no this is what i do 
again, this is what makes bad improv better than bad stand-up. He had multiple takes. <laughs> he didn't have to find his rhythm on the one take of this song or something. On a sharpened soul. <laughs> the way he does, he says, and I wrote a bunch of them down, sharpened soul, 19th of Vinny 6, <laughs> colonialism, <laughs> or he says colonialism. <laughs> like, these are not how you pronounce these words. Doctors buzzing around your tip. You were built in 1976, though you're not the tallest. He's doing it because they are awkwardly and stiltedly written into the song. He didn't, uh, he's, he's not, how did he, how did this guy write Hidden Sun? It's fucking wild to me that this guy wrote one of the most beautiful metaphors for cancer and getting through it and... Uh, and then you're mm. I would argue that this is a beautiful song. It's no Hidden Sun. It's no it's, Jerome. It's no uh, Vanishing. But it's it, it's in my like top ten Kev songs. It sounds like well, I, has there been more than Kev songs or ten songs? <laughs> Jesus Christ! Has there been more than ten songs? Kev has like four songs on each album. Yeah, maybe that's true. I can't believe Big Backyard doesn't even rank for you. I hate that song. song. I know. I you despise do. that song. <laughs> Uh, yeah, it's, it, here's, ready for my top three Kevs? Mm-hmm. Hidden Sun. Mm-hmm. Vanishing. Vanishing, yeah, baby. And Big Backyard. Oh. I know yours are Hidden Sun, Jerome, no. and See the Tower? Van- and Vanishing. And Vanishing, okay. We're yeah, but, close. but like, Jerome is like, uh, not Jerome, uh, See the Tower is somewhere in there, in that top ten. Oh, I just, no. I need to, I need to revisit my Kev, my Kev blasts. He's He's just constantly struggling to keep up in this. I wa- I truly wonder if the boys were like, all right, Kev, all right, Kev, you've been begging us since everything to everyone. You want to do this song? You want to put this song in an album? Fine. But the BPM is going to be 180. Like- <laughs> what, if, what if he wrote this song in like 4-4 and then they're like, all right. Jim's like, okay, Kev, fine. I'm going to do this in 6-4 time and you need to keep the fuck up. And, Jim, and Kev's like, oh, oh no, okay, 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 okay. He has to like do a lap around the building to get his heart rate up. <laughs> he has to write like half verses for each line just to like keep it in 6-4 time. Fucking bizarre. Oh. Uh, it's so weird. But that being said, I'm giving Kev a lot of leeway on this song because I'm tired of Ed. If Ed did this song... It would, I would fucking hate it. <laughs> I don't know why, but I'm just so sick and tired of Ed at this point in the album. Well, I mean, Ed has written the same song four times in this album. Yeah, but I mean, or he's truly... written two. He's written two of the same song twice. <laughs> Even if he wrote this song, which is wildly different, I'd be like, Ed, fucking get it together. But Kev, I'm kind of like, what a cutie. <laughs> I don't know. Like, this is exactly what I needed because I was just so tired of like. Okay, guys, we get you get you're 50 years old. We get you have a lot of feels about it. I mean, like, that's fine. Like, I'm I'm yeah. I'm, I'm I'm in it for three or four songs, but like now we're like seven tracks in, and it's all been the same sort of thing. Yeah. And this is like finally a song that is not related to how old he is, not related to anything yeah. like that they've been talking about before. It's just it's just a breath of, breath of fresh air, like from the album format. Well, yes, in the album format, yes. In the in the grand scheme of Kev songs. It's a song about him looking around the room and singing about something that he sees, which is what Kev does best. No, no, it isn't. It's about him looking out his window, Uh seeing the CN Tower, and then Uh watching it for 10 years. (laughs) I guess so, yeah. This is kind of... Maybe he writes one verse a year. That would be cute. On the Uh anniversary of the CN Tower's construction... He says, I'm going to write four more lines to my grand epic Tom Bombadil style poem about the CN Tower. But like it was, I don't know, I felt like 
just when I started to get tired of like, here's a bunch of facts about the tower, he would be like, it's also where I met my wife. He'd like yeah. give us a little bit. He'd give us a little taste of that or like a, a Linus Morissette line for no reason. Or... Uh, bitching about local politics like that's <laughs> like yeah, I, I that's i wanted to mention before when you were like this is kind of a kid's song i was like true but kev does talk about smoking crack <laughs> yeah rob ford smoking crack <laughs> any questions you can ask the mayor if they're not banning a band or having an affair selling furniture forging contracts or getting videotaped while they're smoking crack was that all those lines? I didn't do my research. Were all those lines about different mayors of, of Canada? No, no it's, it's all about Rob it's Ford. He all was Rob the, Ford. Yeah, he was the mayor from like 2010 to 2014. Um, oh, was, but some of them he, had he was to like be. A, he was like a gym trafficant for like Toronto, where yeah. he like had a really good start. Like he would like, he was standing up for people, like saying whatever, but like, like, you know, pro-union, like standing up for the middleman. He like um, would pay for like the office expenses out of his own salary. Oh, he was wow. like a uh, he was like a local representative of like I think Etobicoke or something like that, and he just came up like on this groundswell of local support. And then he got into office and started like spinning out of control, like <laughs> heavy drinking. And then like he would he would argue about stuff. Oh, he um the this is a sort of a semi BNL connection where um remember the fuck was that one where the the one about suicide that, that steve wrote where you're jumping off a war embankment or, might have been war on drugs but he was uh when that song came out he argued against spending on uh suicide prevention barriers on the on prince edward viaduct yeah uh, because he was he was saying instead we should spend the money on this is like a very like conservative move like instead we should spend it on rounding up child molesters uh, which, according to him, is where the main cause of people jumping off the Prince Edward viaduct was being molested. What? So this is a. <laughs> it's very trenchant to like the current moral, moral panic about like children being groomed by teachers uh, or whatever. Interesting. Okay. Um. So. I- interesting. Um. Oh, yeah. He, he he smoked crack after his okay. father died. He kind of went off the rails and graduated yeah. from cocaine to crack, and then got caught groping like a uh, um his opponent, and then uh they got a video of him smoking crack. But at the very least, it has to be about different mayors, because the first is, any questions you can ask the mayor if they're not banning a band or uh, having an affair? Yeah, because... that's not Rob Ford. That's the, yeah. whoever the mayor was who banned BNL. That's, I think. So, New having show. an affair, Rob Ford. Selling furniture? What was that about? Hmm. I don't know about that. Okay. He might have sold furniture. But, yeah, I think, yeah, you're right. It's probably different mayors. Okay. That's what I, I wondered if it was just all the mayors. Like, the CN Tower is watching its mayors change and do <laughs> horrible shit over and over again interesting um yeah i did i i found that interesting because it does kind of play like a kid's song until he mentions smoking crack which i really enjoy <laughs> um yeah the alanis line i, I do want to talk about that alanis um alanis alanis looking out over lake ontario do you wonder where the decades go it's a jagged pill to swallow but you it is not it it smacks of the uh uh drive around in circles line from uh detour de force a little bit because it it kind of feels like oh you're just aping a very popular song that i already know but drive the drive around in circles bit from rollout it does the original song one-to-one. This just sort of incorporates the lyrics as kind of like uh-huh. a lovely little homage instead of like trying to be that song. So yeah, I liked it way more. You're right. Um, you yeah, did know. like it way more. 
I did. I'm looking at my notes again, and I'm like, actually, maybe I didn't hate this song, but I definitely didn't love it as much as you did. Um, <laughs> there's so yeah. I mean, I, I mean, like situating the song about like Toronto, the CN Tower runs the risk of sort of micro appeal. But like, I don't know. I feel like most people know Toronto because it's like Canada's oh, sure. New York. Like, well, and the CN yeah. Tower is like the Statue of Liberty. The Canada's like Statue of Liberty, brother, more or less. Yeah, uh, it's it's not the tallest building in the world, but it's a modern wonder for the boys and yeah. girls. Though you're not the tallest building in the world, you're still a modern wonder for the boys and girls. See the tower. For the boys and girls. Who are the boys and girls? Not the non-binary children. Those people. <laughs> I always, I don't know. Oh I no, find... my, my ch- it's not for my child. It's not for your child. Get fucked, your child. I, uh, nah. my, my child loves uh, the little engine that could. And I do find it difficult. I replacing every time it says boys and girls with children. Sometimes it slips my grasp, and my son is like, "That's not how it goes," because I've said children so often. Ah, oh, we need to us all those people in California who are too busy banning poppy seeds need to just make it e- make make it easier for me to read books to my child. Well, Rewrite you get, like, all the, conser- the, the inevitable conservative backlash where it's like they changed boys and girls to children. <laughs> Um, and now the rhyme scheme's off or something. <laughs> I don't know. Uh, there's uh, a point at which he says, it's right after the uh, Alanis line. He says, it's a jagged pill to swallow whole, but you, 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 you ought to know, right? But it truly sounds like he's saying, it's a jagged pill to swallow, yo. <laughs> <laughs> it's a very strange line coming out of Kev's mouth. And again, a line that could have used more than one take. Because it really sounds like a lot of these times he's like good enough i'm not doing it again <laughs> well okay almost... so he writes he writes each each um each stanza he writes on the anniversary of his his first date with his wife on the cn uh-huh. tower and, and gives it to her in a little card oh i like but he that. always forgets about it until the last second so uh-huh. they're all kind of rushed and but since they're but since they've been like immortalized because she keeps all the cards sure so like they've been immortalized so he can't change them now right yeah otherwise otherwise it'll be she'll be like wait did did, was was am i not good enough for you and he can't run the risk of disappointing his wife yes because she's all she has these songs have up to 8.5k views on youtube (laughs) these songs are doing so bad on youtube that's not the metric but jesus christ they're doing fucking bad bro they don't what do you expect i don't know i guess they're still selling out who gives a shit um, that w- speaking of those verses, Kev thought out of 10 verses, he cut six of those verses. Mm-hmm. He thought that one of the remaining verses should be solely dedicated to Tiny Tim having a concert <laughs> at the CN Tower one time. <laughs> Fucking bonkers. Strange I kind of wish he had choice. been like, I kind of wish it had been like a, like more stream of consciousness, consciousness where he had like, he'd be like. I think Tiny Tim had a concert there. Like he's like trying to remember, like me describing a vampire movie from memory. Like where he's just like naming things that he think are associated with the CN Tower. Yes. I think that would have been a lot of fun. I really wish, I really wish that uh, the Brennigan ladies do like a songwriting jam contest where they have to like do a whole song in three hours. So all the lyrics are like, I don't know, maybe my grandma said it once. Like that would be so fun. Um, and all, yeah, some. But some of them are like that because he's like, what's the line? Like, is it King Kong climbing to the top? Brother, you would know if it were King Kong climbing to the top. <laughs> he's, he's kind of unmistakable. I don't know, buddy. With your laser light, is that King Kong? 
Canadian version of King Kong where he climbs the CN Tower? It doesn't seem likely. <laughs> uh, the Strang Orangutan. It's very, it's a, it was a weird movie that only was on like local Canadian stations. The Strang Orangutan? Yeah, they couldn't. It was either the Strang Orangutan or the Strange Orangutan. I can't remember how they pronounced it. <laughs> Good deal. Good deal. Um, is it weird having this song directly after last week's song, Too Old, where... We're having a discussion about colonialism in this song and how children aren't taught about colonialism, colonialism so they're playing cowboys and Indians right after a song about how everything is too woke nowadays. That's weird, right? You cost millions so Canadians could look out at their home on native land. Rockets played cowboys and Indians not being taught about colonialism. See the town. Oh, uh, yeah. I think, I mean, it is, it is thematic sort of head fake but at the same time ed wrote the first song so that's ed's perspective and kev wrote this song and we all know kev is a a bit more left than ed but and i agree but it does seem like the bare naked ladies are not a band in cohesion right other bands have a voice here's our singer he writes the songs we perform the songs. This, Bare Ladies are like three bands. It's like Ed's band, Kev's band, and Jim's band, right? That's great. Yeah, I don't, I, I think if it was just Ed's band, I don't, I think I would be doing this podcast anymore. Interesting. Because uh, like, back in the day, one, yes, it was, it was primarily, no, I would not. I would be done. <laughs> you have, you have such a bullheaded, gotta get through itness. I've offered, okay, that's, all right, all right, all right. I think you'd be done. I think you'd be, You'd be going forever. As soon as they release a new album, you'd come crawling back. I come crawling back. <laughs> Sorry, keep. What were you saying? Uh, I forgot. <laughs> no. But yeah, I, I just like this. I just like this amuse bouche of like Kevin Jim songs because I don't. I wouldn't want an all Kev album, and I wouldn't right. want an all Jim album, and I wouldn't want an all Ed album. So like back in the day, it was a like primarily Steve and Ed band. Like right. they did ninety percent of the songs, right. and maybe Kev. Kevin Jim got like a little, a little like slip their slip their dick in there a little bit, uh-huh. but like uh, now I don't know. I think I this is this is like the best configuration of the band where we don't we don't get overwhelmed by any particular voice. I guess so. I, I mean, I do see what you're saying, and I do understand it. It's just hard because there's no other band in the world. I'm sure there's other pits in the world. No other <laughs> band in the world where that there's- has three songwriters. That that kind of split duties equally and not just write, but also sing the songs individually, right? Bare Naked Ladies, when you think about them, you think about Steve and Ed, right? Who, who used Correct. to write together yeah. and perform together. But now you think about three different writers and three different performers. And there's really, can you think of a song that features in equal parts Ed and Kev or Kev and Jim? I don't no. think so, right? No, yeah, I can't think of anything off my head. But like... It's like it's it's like if the Beatles broke up, but then also stayed together, right? Yeah, yeah that's exactly what it is. You're getting three mini albums when you buy a BNL album. Yeah, it's three for the price of one. Three <laughs> mediocre mini albums for the price of one mediocre normal album. Very strange. It's just a a weird. I don't know. Um, yeah. Uh, what else? Bizarrely simple chorus to this song. See the yeah. tower. <laughs> uh, 
it's we've got a line that's all as close as Kev will ever get to uh, like non-literal playful lyricism, which is a pain in the neck to look at you, right? <laughs> like, okay, that's funny, Kev. <laughs> Guess. Parties on your upper deck, looking at you as a pain in the neck. I could see you from my window. Got him. He's trying to pull a, a Bernigan Ladies pivot here, sort of. Uh, I don't know. What else? What else did you have to say about this song? I don't know. I, uh, um, <laughs> like, even though the horns were fake, I really enjoyed them. I thought mm-hmm. they were like, when they, it was like a, it had like a, it might just be because we're like two days before Christmas as we record this, but like, uh-huh. it felt very Christmassy to me. They had like a very oh. like, the, 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 like, poo, 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 poo. like it felt like a, like, Noel, Noel, <laughs> something like that. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I could hear that. Um, oh, Hanukkah. <laughs> but, that's you know. sweet i didn't even think sure okay i mean they were very joyous which is of course the what we would associate with christmas right joyous uh-huh. noel um yeah i liked them i really liked the horns those were were kind of a standout to me um yeah did you understand I'm... the line rockets played cowboys and indians nope okay <laughs> just, <laughs> just checking Rockets. Maybe uh, there is a Canadian team, the Rockets. I did a search for Canadian Rockets, and the only thing that I could find were that Smarties are called Rockets in Canada. Ooh. That's interesting. It. Not relevant to our conversation, but it's a thing that exists. So just an FYI to you. If I go to Canada and I need some Smarties, got to ask for Rockets. That's right. You say Smarties to them, they will beat your ass out of Canada. They say... Um, what 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 you think you're you think you're 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 smarter than me american and then <laughs> oh, they beat my- <laughs> you think you're smarter than me then oh that's what we're doing huh okay all right big guy okay you hoser is that a good i feel like i'm getting a handle on my canadian accent you're doing it you're doing it i i still don't want to um i still don't want to risk one. <laughs> you think you might offend Oh my! Wait, we've got Canadian listeners. I don't want to. I don't want to mm-hmm. step on step on their uh, accents. That's fair. That's fair. Although, actually, uh, I'm probably doing a Canadian accent right now because uh, all my Canadian friends sound just like this. Okay, they don't do. Uh, they don't have a little. Uh, Bob and <laughs> they don't Duggan. do a Canadian accent, yeah, do hey, they? Hey, Canada! Hey, I'm from Manitoba hey, from, over here. Oh, oh up in Manitoba! <laughs> Represent. <laughs> um, this song made me feel ill at 1.5 speed. Uh, yeah yeah i was it was like it had like a weird like scat man vibe (laughs) i do like that the music was fun at 1.5 speed but like it was like also terrifying and then when he goes you 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 (laughs) you you felt like he was talking directly to you yeah yeah it kind of got into my brain um the chorus was fun at the at 1.5 speed but not as fun as like the regular song so yeah i I don't think i don't think it benefits about the one time that I felt like a song may have been talking directly to my brain and it Mm-mm. scared the piss out of me. Mm-mm. This is back when I was a child-free man. I was up until 3 a.m. playing video games in the summertime because I could. I didn't have any responsibilities or obligations. And I had just downloaded like a seven CD best of Michael Jackson compilation. And uh, oh boy. I, I, <laughs> I, had, I had never really listened to the song Wanna Be Starting Something before, mm-hmm. but it's it takes a hard pivot halfway through like it's you want to be starting something and then halfway through it he just goes you're a vegetable you're a vegetable (laughs) (laughs) they hate you you're a vegetable i was like oh okay i'm asleep 
and having a dream right now. <laughs> this can't actually be part of the song. <laughs> it was 3 a.m. and I was very confused. Um, anyway, I'll put that in right here, listeners. <laughs> Um, anything else about would have been fun if you couldn't find it. <laughs> what if I still can't? Oh my god, that would be <laughs> terrifying. Maybe I'll just make a clip of myself singing it. Uh, no, anything I mean, else, Ev? Nope, that's about. I mean, that's really it. Like, it's a it's a fun song. I really enjoyed it. I enjoyed the the specificity and the uh, like the playfulness of it. Um, okay. I could do with another two or three of the songs like this on the album. Wikipedia songs, Kev songs. What do you mean, like yeah, this? Kev, Kev songs where he's somewhere or someplace, or he sees something and then writes about it. Okay, just to break up the monotony of like fifty-something feels. Sure. Yeah, I could, I could respect that. It is. This whole song was kind of hypnotic. Speaking of mm-hmm. awake at three a.m., it's that riff running through it. That like, well, it's like the, it's like if you're like nodding off, it's like see the town, and you like snap <laughs> away for the for the second two beats. Uh-huh. <laughs> uh-huh. <laughs> All right, Ev, why don't we take a pivot here? That's why. That's why I like the the te- the video, the Gupta Media video. That's just like the spinning black and white uh, spiral on the uh-huh. screen. <laughs> that's just the whole video. Yep, the whole thing. I seem to sort of remember there were words on screen too but i don't know what they said anyway i just bought the entire suite of last summer on earth 2023 (laughs) leftover shirts hats visors and ashtrays uh all right tell me what vampire movie this song is of i will but first i have to pee okay be right back here we go tell me evbo what vampire movie is this song about this of course, is about the 1976 <laughs> Christopher Lee vehicle, Dracula's son. Mm. Christopher Lee's <laughs> last on. starring uh, Christopher Lee's last starring role as Dracula. Although he has never called Dracula directly, okay, um, he lives in Dracula's castle and acts like Dracula. <laughs> okay. It's a 1976 French horror comedy directed by Eduard Molinaro, who did the the Birdcage, I believe, Le Cage Out. what's Um, what dracula is public domain right yes yes it has been for for quite some time i I wonder what the relevance of not calling him dracula is i think i don't think they just i don't think they cared like i I think it was just it was just self-obvious they didn't need to call him dracula okay fair enough yeah i don't know i don't i don't know what the director hasn't really gone on record as uh speaking he hasn't done very many interviews about this. Okay. Um, but it starred Christopher Lee, obviously, uh, Catherine Brouillard, Jean-Claude Dauphin, and uh, Bernard Menez as Dracula's, the eponymous son. Uh-huh. Um, so the movie starts off with uh, Dracula in his castle just kind of hanging out. Uh, he meets a beautiful woman named uh, Hermione, who uh, they fall in love. He turns her into a vampire. What? What? I didn't know Hermione was a name. I thought J.K. Rowling made that shit up. Do you think J.K. Rowling made anything up? Cho Chang is a, a creation of J.K. Rowling. That... Nobody named Cho Chang in this entire world. You gonna it's go hard, on record with that? It's hard to be that original and racist. You know, I mean, like nobody. I feel like nobody she, would name. Is what? she also racist? Yeah, probably. Yeah. Oh, J.K. Rowling. Oh, certainly. 
I know she's a turf, but I didn't know she was like straight up racist as well. Who cares? I mean, I mean yeah, okay. You don't really, you don't really need three strikes to condemn her. Yeah. Like all of all of her her uh uh you know characters that aren't white. Like I think the the one of the main black characters named Kingsley Shackelford or something. Oh, that's a great fucking name. I mean, <laughs> I guess so. All right. Anyway, well, it, isn't, it isn't like Jonathan Mbutu though. Right <laughs> now, you are you are right, but it's like what a, what a white person would name a black person. They probably wouldn't even think of Mbutu. They would think of like Washington or you yeah, know what I like mean. J.K. Rowling was like, she's not a smart woman. She's no. not a well. She's not a well-read woman. She's not a like curious woman. But like, uh-huh. she got like some fucking download from some like higher plane that like perfectly hit the zeitgeist of the '90s, right? The '90s and early aughts with Harry Potter. Like, she uh-huh. just got like. She got, like, one fucking winning lottery ticket <laughs> and has been cashing that for the rest of her fucking life. Yeah, do. For sure. I mean, why not, right? <laughs> why not be a piece of shit? So anyway, Dracula falls in love with Hermione, uh, turns Hermione into a vamp, um, but she also gets pregnant, uh, gives birth to a son, a little baby boy, a little baby okay. Dracula boy, um, uh, and uh, but due to a, like, carriage mix-up, she gets, like, caught out in the sun and burned to death. So Dracula is like a single father now. Oh, okay. Raising his son alone, which he tries to do. Um, there's like little funny scenes of like uh, the little boy like bowling with human skulls and like you know being a little vampire around the um, around the like his staff and his ghouls and stuff. But his son is like a like congenital idiot. Like he's not. He's just kind of stupid and uh, irritating and just kind of not. Uh, you know, not, not 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 what you expect when you think of like Dracula's son, right? Okay. So is Dracula's bumbling? trying to do his is it is it fun? Bumbling, bumbling. Yeah. Um, we'll get to that. Okay. So um, <clears throat> Dracula's trying to raise his son on his own, but um, there is a communist revolution in uh, you know, the Hungary Transylvania area as the Soviet Union comes in. So a bunch of villagers storm the castle, uh, burn them out. They use uh, the hammer and sickle as a cross. Uh, which is pretty fun Okay. Uh, to drive Dracula. So Dracula that and his son fun. escape. They are taking a ship, but they get uh, separated uh, when the ship wrecks. And so Dracula washes up on in, in England and starts to star in Dracula movies oh as Dracula. Oh my god. Yeah. That rule. Is this a comedy? Yeah. Oh, that's so fun. Okay. So there are two, there are two versions of it. There's the French version, um, like the European version, where it's kind of, it's not played straight, but it's a comedy, right? Um, and so they've got that, that one was not released in the United States until like very recently. And then there's the U S version where they just, they did like a Kung Pao where they just had all the scenes and then overdubbed them with insane voices. That's amazing. And one of the voices, one of the overdubs sounds like tiny Tim, which is one of the reasons why I think Kev like glommed onto this song, obviously. Um, so Dracula falls, Dracula lands on his feet, right? He becomes a movie star. Meanwhile, his son washes up in like Paris it uh-huh. becomes a night watchman. Uh-huh. Um, and so this is sort of a, it was a sort of commentary on how the Parisians, uh, the French, specifically the Parisians, treat uh, immigrants. And so Dracula's son is like kind of de- like reviled and like treated very badly. And there's a scene where his teeth literally get kicked in by a bunch of like French workmen. So anyway, he uh, is working as a night watchman in Paris uh, and f- finds a girl who is uh, named Nicole, who is a, a tooth who works for a toothpaste advertising firm because uh-huh. you know, of course, vampires toothpaste. Uh, okay, got gotcha. uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, 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 uh. So anyway, um, Dracula finds his son, finds out about his son. So they head over. Uh, so he heads over, and then he also falls for Nicole. 
So they're sort of a like, will they, won't they between Dracula, between the Dracula son and between Nicole. That's mm. basically the entire rest of the movie. Okay. So, um, and, uh, so he's got like, so you've got this sort of like passive aggressive imbecile son who's immature, socially awkward and tries and fails to bite victims. And then you've sure. got like an older man who is Dracula, who is incredibly suave and played by fucking Christopher Lee. Um, so it's just sort of fun. Uh, there's like, there's like a lot. And then there's just like kind of breaks up into a lot of, um, just like set pieces. Like you see like Dracula shopping for a coffin in a funeral home. That's fun. Uh, Dracula also brings like a lot of his brides over to uh, Paris, so, but they're all like super chatty and irritating. So he gets okay. like, it's like, there's sort of like this, like, yeah, they were like these, there's still these hot vampire girls, but like he's been with them for like 50 years. So there's like this sort of worn in, like uh tune to their relationship. So it's pretty fun. But, um, when Kemp sees this movie, obviously, I don't know whether he saw the um, America cut, which is like 78 minutes, or the French cut, which is like 96 minutes. And so the American cut was like heavily cut and redubbed and with silly ass voices. Um, but the tower obviously represents Dracula, right? Sure. Um, people know him wherever he goes. He's like a, uh, um, you see his thin form, his thin form, and then his little, his head, like a thimble on a sharp pencil, sharp That's... pencil sure yeah absolutely uh, dracula's dracula's son was shot the same year the cn tower was built oh okay yeah or released i should say um the jagged pill that dracula has to swallow obviously is the death of his wife but he's trying to make it on his own he's trying to be a uh, a joy for boys and girls and although he's not the most current vampire like you got twilight interview with the vampire etc you know dracula still got it like he's still the og and <laughs> i mean kev come on looking at him's a pain in the neck <laughs> sure. there you oh, go that's shit. funny okay that's funny do you think also that it could be that this had something to do with the tower, a.k.a. the tarot card, which can symbolize unexpected, surprising change and, you know, disruption and shock to the system. I mean, when they wash up in different countries and I mean, that could be part of the tower as well. Right. I hadn't even considered that, but you're probably 100 percent right. Mm-hmm. Kev is just working. He's like firing on every cylinder. He really is. Yeah. Yeah. And I mean, even even like the local politics thing, like where he's um, he's sort of. Because there's a there's an undercurrent of um, clash ten- class tension in the in the book, just like the the tension between BNL when they were uh, canceled by a mayor, or when um, a local guy rises up to become mayor and then sort of like self like deconstructs and um, sort of explodes. So uh, yeah, so as the son is abused by the French citizen, so was bare naked ladies abused by the uh, sure. mayor of Toronto. That makes and so sense. So was the mayor of Toronto abu- self abusing, I guess. Sure, so, absolutely. It's, it's an a, interesting. It was an interesting choice to write to write the the to compare the tower to Dracula, but you know, yeah. I, I think it I think it tracks pretty close one to one. Wow. Yeah, I can see it. I mean, I I think it's indisputable. Um, Kev Hearn is kind of genius in his songwriting techniques with the way he could just sneak things in there, and you have to oh, be yeah. really you know thoughtful to pick them out. So thank you to you, Ev, for constantly being on the ball. And thank you to Kev Hearn for uh for constantly uh creating masterpieces. <laughs> Ev, I think it's about time we rate this song. As usual, we rate this song on a scale of bare naked to fully clothed. The more so... Ev, how am I getting worse at this every episode? Um, I keep slipping, like... Diuretics. And <laughs> lead. I keep, I keep putting lead into your water. Okay. Uh, the, more, uh, the more clothes the song is wearing, the worse it is. The fewer clothes, the better. As usual, Ev, we start with you. What would you say this song is to you? explosions fireworks go off the crowd goes wild the crowd of 5,000 roars like a sea 50,000 roars like a sea monster you hear 
the the open the the curtains part and I come striding in. It is of course the year is 1983, and I am of course I am a professional wrestler in the WWF, not the WWE. <laughs> this is prior to when they sued the W, the, the World Wildlife Fund, then lost. Um, so I come down to of course see the tower because that is my fucking wrestler name, the Tower. I am Ooh. huge. I am large and in charge. I am a thimble on a sharpensel. Um, unlike the other wrestlers, I'm not built i'm just very thin okay uh, but i can bend i'm a, I'm a high wire guy when you, when you see me flying through the air it's amazing they see everyone sees the tower uh am i a heel am i a face uh, it doesn't really matter but of course i stride down to this i got my uh, ring boys i got my little handsome lads dancing around my boys and girls together um i've got my laser light show on my head just boo shooting up into the air i have a pumpkin on each hand that i smash as i get up into the ring i love that all over the place i then i whip out a crack pipe and take a big hit and then the 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 tower music cuts out for my actual song as from the middle of the ring a uh dude in a um black like he's dressed like a bartender right he's got like a black uh muscle shirt on jeans he's kind of in his 50s um and uh then i so Kind of if he's rise up, smoke comes around and uh, looks at me, and I go, Alex. And then, boop, 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 Dondermar up, bam, thunder, lightning, everything. He comes and he just tears off all my clothes. I'm fucking bare-ass naked. This is a great song. I'm pressing around the ring. It was my one and only match, because the <laughs> censors <laughs> refused to... Wait, 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 wait. There's so many questions I have. Number one, you are bare naked for this song? Bare naked. This is a great song. Jesus Christ. Number two, it was your first match and people were already screaming your name. <laughs> they were excited. I had, a lot of, I had a lot of buzz. Number three, they gave you that the much. Hulkster, the Hulkster vouched for me. <laughs> they gave you that much. There were months leading up to the competition where the Hulkster was like, Ooh, you just wait until my brother in the tower gets into the ring. Oh, my God. They've been hinting at me. They've been hinting at me for months. Like, sure, the power see, they, like, of the tower. Yeah, see the tower. Oh. Just kept going. Oh, see the tower at WrestleMania. Yeah. WrestleMania 4014. <laughs> 4014. And then Alex, a strange uh, fucking German musician. He's from the Netherlands, I the believe. The Netherlands. Right. Netherese musician. Uh, uh, Dutch, I think is the word you're looking for. No, from the Nether in Minecraft. Uh, <laughs> they hired him to rip off all your clothes. I like this. I like this. It's confusing, as it should be with WWF. Do you remember the one time there was a giant egg in the middle of the ring all show, and then at the end it cracked and, like, a fucking bird came out and they never talked about it again? <laughs> no. Good stuff. Do you remember when, like, the thing. Ultimate Warrior, like, used, like, shamanic magic and, like, secret smoke to mind control Hulk Hogan? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I was a big fan. I think I've watched, like, maybe collectively... 10 hours of wrestling in my life and eight of them have been at your house sure <laughs> but like occasionally i'll get into like some deep dive where i'm like man i really want to get into ww like wrestling because it's so fucking weird and then yeah. i'll like read like Not a bunch anymore. of wikipedia articles and i'm like okay i'm good yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. that's why real rumble is the one event you got to come to you get a little it's uh -huh. a sampler tray of, of a little bit of well, everything well you got to go with somebody who really knows wrestling so they can tell you who everybody is because everybody's right. just like Jacob Goldstein. Yeah. Well, nowadays it's all just their regular names. Yeah. It used to be the Undertaker and Yokozuna and Doink the Clown, and now it's just like Jim McBrayer. <laughs> You're like, all right. Well, he sounds cool, I guess. 
think it's um, because the, they were telling us you can't copyright like The Undertaker or something, or maybe you can. I don't know. The fuck? That seems wrong. But I don't know I don't anything know. about copyright law. Um, okay, the tower. Uh, for me, I am the year. It's 2023. Ooh, I'm at the thrift store. Oh yeah. Uh, I'm at the thrift store. Actually, not anymore. It's not. It's 2024. Uh, and I, uh, I. I'm looking through the t-shirts as I'm wont to do and I see how strange a three-quarter length shirt amongst all these t-shirts and I say oh, oh. like one of those 80s ones with the, sh- the belly shirts no three-quarter length sleeves my friend it's not a long sleeve shirt oh, but it's not a t-shirt okay. I, I say I only own one of these boy if the design is cool I sure will buy it and I pull out the hanger and not only is it a three-quarter length t-shirt but it also comes with pants and you have to buy them together. There's a little note attached to it. And the pants are like riding pants. They're like jodhpurs, right? They're like little okay. puffy, like three-quarter yeah. length pants, too. Got them. And I pull it out, and it's a t-shirt. And it's got on it one of my favorite wrestlers of all time, The Tower. It's got his <laughs> picture on it. And you know what? I buy that shit. Is he, is he bare-ass naked? Yes, absolutely. And for the rest of the day, I wear that shirt and those jodhpurs. And when people go, what is that? I go, see? The tower. And uh, that's my whole thing. Three-quarter length sleeves. Three-quarter length pants. <laughs> Buddy, it's a fine song. Nothing wrong with it. Not great. Another one to put in the books for In Flight, the most basic album of all time. <laughs> <laughs> we'll be right back with more. It's Boo. all been done on the Naked Ladies podcast. <laughs> Hey, Ev. Can you plus up a world monument? Ooh, ain't that a great question? Yeah, probably. Who's on Mount Rushmore? Name the four Rushmoreans. It is Washington, Jefferson, Lincoln, and Roosevelt, I believe. Roosevelt? He was president when it was made. Oh, Jefferson is on there, too. We got to get rid of Jefferson. That's what I said. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I just wasn't paying attention to you. So, uh, <laughs> Jefferson. Yes, we can plus that up. Get rid of Jefferson. Replace him with Groucho Marx. I think that Ooh, would be fun. Oh, the Marx brothers. Yeah. Replace him with all the Marx brothers. Okay, Groucho, Zeppo, Harpo, Harpo and... Sharto. <laughs> who would be Who would be the... Here's my question to you. Who would be the fourth Marx brother? If you knew Zeppo, Groucho... Karl Marx. Home, Carl, Carl Marx. That's very good. That's very funny. You're a funny boy. Um, what the, what the hey? Mount Rushmore in Lakota is, uh, I'm not going to try to pronounce the Lakotan word, but it means six grandfathers. Why six? Um, you want to ask him? I would. Okay. Well, the mountain is, the mountain was that, that before it was Mount Rushmore. Like we took a historical and cultural a culturally significant mountain and then carve the faces of four white men into it. Sure. That will, I, I don't know why I asked that 100% makes sense. Yep. Okay. Got you. What uh, What would you plus up? Great Wall of China, baby. We got to do something to that motherfucker. Oh, shit. What would you do to it? Great like, Wall of China. I mean, it's long, but it's not very tall, right? Yeah. I was thinking like um, raise it by like 30 or 40 feet mm-hmm. so it's extra high mm-hmm. and then use that bo- but you don't like put on top you take the bottom half raise it up 
and underneath that you can put all sorts of shops and like uh, uh, restaurants and oh like my god like the longest high end mall. high end apartments the yeah longest strip mall in the world the great mall of China oh brother <laughs> million dollar idea. <laughs> I want to go to Cheesecake Factory. I want to go to Sunglass Hut. You want to get boba tea and then walk to your high-end apartment. God, you know what? Fuck my Mount Rushmore idea. I think we should raise every national monument up about 40 feet and add some stores under it. Doesn't matter what it is. And then below, of course, park it. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. Um... So wow. we take the Great Wall of China, we move it like a mile away, then we dig under it where it used to be, put a huge parking garage under there, build the floors, then we take the Great Wall of China, put it back on top of those stores. You see, but now that I'm thinking about it, why move it back? Let's just build a mall. <laughs> 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 Let's just leave the Great Wall of China wherever it was. And then just Sounds have good. a real, real big Dunkin' Donuts. I love that <laughs> shit. That's fun. Um... Oh. Let's yeah. do another one. Yeah, this is good. <laughs> what, are what, are other, what are monuments are there? Statue of Liberty, Eiffel Tower. Uh-huh. Yeah. Are you just gonna are you just thinking of replacing them all with I'm just thinking with, with the strip malls, yeah. <laughs> with the strip mall. Yeah, Eiffel Tower is smaller than you think it is. I'm sure it is. Here's what I'd do to the Eiffel Tower. I would rebuild it from scratch, but out of like a very malleable rubber. So that when the wind blew, it would like flap from side to side. I think that would be fun to have just a real floppy, flaccid Eiffel Tower. What I would do with the Eiffel Tower is I would um, have like a like an America, like because you know that like they gave us the Statue of Liberty. We uh-huh. got to give them a monument too. Oh shit! So we go sure. bulldoze the fucking Eiffel Tower. Just take Done. that fucker apart. Done. Yeah. All right, but we make a like two to one scale version of it, like so twice as big. Mm-hmm. Four to one, four times as big, just because mm-hmm. we can. Right, like, our, if we're just our, saying numbers, archi- eight to one, eight to one. <laughs> like, it's it's a it's a hazard to passing planes. Okay. That's how big we're gonna make it. Largest freestanding structure in the world now, but we're gonna make it so because America has realized that we have a problem with like mass shootings and uh, uh, like killings and, and things like that. We're gonna collect all the guns. We're finally gonna get around to it. Oh, I love like, that. You can still you can still own a rifle, but like a hunting rifle. If you do, is it for hunting? You can still own like a, a shotgun Single for like shot. personal defense, but like. We're getting rid of our we're getting rid of our pistols. We're getting rid of our assault rifles, all of uh-huh. our guns, like that. And we're gonna take them. And we're gonna build the tower out of them. But we're gonna keep them functional, so you can load them and fire them. So it's like once a day, at like or twice a day, at noon and midnight, a hundred thousand guns fire into the air over oh, Paris. Shit. What a sight! What an amazing sight to see the rifle tower go off. <laughs> Bullets rain down rain on down. the people of Paris. <laughs> Jesus, Christ. it is Paris becomes unlivable. But what a better, what a better like encapsulation of the American dream. Yeah, dude. Than, uh, to have such an amazing, huge thing, but make it basically an eyesore and destructive beyond all belief. I do love that. I do love that. That's a great idea. So you just you you did a fucking masterful back walking back from Rifle Tower to the point where I thought that this was an original like you were just ad-libbing it and then you came up with that name at the end. Fucking incredible. That was great. What else could be there? Hold on. But can we put a waffle house on the bottom of the whole thing? <laughs> the, the, the waffle the waffle <laughs> tower. The waffle tower. I don't know, it's just part of the strip mall. The Waffle Tower! <laughs> yeah, if you say it in a French accent, it works perfectly. Um, yeah, man, boy, do you know what else can we, is... Dis- can we build a monument that doesn't exist? 
a monument to something okay. somewhere. Okay. Like what? What country has a mo needs a monument that doesn't have one? Fuck, dude. That's a great question. I think Turkey should have a whole monument to Thanksgiving. You know what I mean? American. We give them, America gives them a gives them a, a turkey. <laughs> yeah, I think that would be fun. The bronze turkey. Yeah. Bronze turkey. LeBron's else? turkey. LeBron yeah. James and a turkey. Oh, uh, LeBron James holding up a turkey. It's just a small yeah. statue, but it's meaningful. LeBron's yeah. turkey. Yeah, I think uh, one. Chile should have uh, from the office. It's <laughs> Kevin <laughs> dropping the chili. Oh, I think it should have like the two uh, the chili peppers from the the Chili's uh, logo of oh, the, sure. the restaurant. <laughs> Why don't we just build a Chili's in Chile? That's a great idea. A too. The biggest Chili's in the world. <laughs> oh, uh, come on. Yeah, we're building it. It's got to be big. <laughs> Good. What go. else? Come on. Come on. More things that sound like things. <laughs> Just trying to think of other countries that have names that are easily. Uh, yeah, we did Chile and Turkey. Like Beatty's Mongolian Grill. Uh huh. Oh, are we just let's build a Panda <laughs> Express in China? Is that what we're doing? Yeah, we that's gonna... what we're doing. Okay. Do you think I mean, that's where are... your head was at? Do you think there are any Olive Gardens in Italy? Ooh, I mean, no. I don't think there are. I think they would be. I think that would they would be like burnt to the ground. I want to say. You think so? I think if they are in like a touristy area, then there's got to be an Olive Garden in Italy. Because people, people who go to Italy are probably eating the food and they're like, mm, this is not, this is not what I, I need. Want. I need a gallon of cream, please. <laughs> um, yeah, no, there's no, there's 40 it. restaurants outside of the U.S., but none of them are in Italy. In fact, there's no OG locations in Europe at all. Wow, what a bummer. That makes sense. Yeah, that makes a lot of sense. Garden. Oh, okay. Uh, do you know what name, name a day, bud? I'll go to Olive Garden <laughs> with you. Like, I'm always down to clown in the garden. Okay, let's let's do it. I'll come up with time in a day. Um, <laughs> do you know what else? Christmas Day, three o'clock. <laughs> <laughs> do you know what else is fresh, hot to your table in unlimited portions? Mm, come on. Well, give me that. That's coffee. I hope friend. this. I hope whatever show this is has uh, endless episodes. Yep. It sure does. Bottomless episodes. Cosmere and coffee. Casual discussion of the works of Brandon Sanderson. That's right. There's new episodes on the second and fourth Mondays of every month, except I think when I asked Tom about it in October, he said he stopped doing the podcast because he didn't like to do it anymore. That's right. Cosmere and coffee. Their last episode came out February 13th, 2023. The spoiler stream discussion. Spoilers for all Cosmere works. If you'd like, you can listen to all five episodes of Cosmic <laughs> and Coffee that were ever released. Because, let's be honest, right? The spaghetti bowls, you can get endless spaghetti, right? At Olive Garden. Do you ever want more than five? You do. Yeah, do you ever want more? Because you're going to get probably, I'm going to say, you get the soup salad or breadsticks. You're going to get three, four bowls of salad. You're going to mm -hmm. get two or three bowls of soup. Mm -hmm. You're going to get, like, probably eight breadsticks. Mm -hmm. And then they, bring, then they bring you the first spaghetti. Oh yeah, yeah. And you like you're done already. You eat that, and you're like, oh, I'm full. But you gotta get one more spaghetti. Yeah. So you get that second spaghetti, and they're like, do you want to, um, do you want to like us to bring you another one so you could take it home? And you're like, no, I want you to bring me another one to eat. And then oh, they like, boy. then the server like, their eyes get a little bit bigger, and then then they go, we got a Jonah on our hands, something like that, <laughs> like we got a whale on our hands. <laughs> But that's bad. A whale is usually a good thing for a business. Well, not for the Olive Garden. No, not and then for the they're like, You see Brandon Fraser walk in there? They go, we got a Jonah on our hands. And then they bring you like the substandard spaghetti. Like it's like 
less good. Like, the first bowl they bring you is a much better quality of spaghetti than the, the next bowls. Is that true? I think so. It was like that. Do you ever go to the, like Ponderosa All You Can Eat Steak, where like the first steak they bring you is like a real steak, and the second ones are like ground chuck, just like smashed <laughs> into a steak. Like absolutely not. I don't like steak though, so I never would have gone in the. First oh, place. I am a steak boy. I know you are. You're a big steak boy. I did go to Ponderosa Buffet last year. Uh, mm-hmm. Probably, it's probably the one year anniversary now. I went directly after seeing Avatar: The Way of Water. What a mediocre day that was all around. <laughs> just. <laughs> Mediocre movie, mediocre food. Um, anyway, Cosmere Copy. Hey, buds. Check it out. And we're back with more It's All Been Done, a Bare Naked Ladies podcast. Now's the time in the show when I spin this huge wheel. Huge wheel. So oh, I feel like we've gotten this a bunch of, time, bunch of times, this, this album. Should I respin? No, that sounds okay. fine. Who should cover this song? Who should cover this um, song? Let's see. Oh, man. So it's more, it's kind of a talk song. Yeah. So would it be good for a rapper to cover it? I feel like Cake would do a really good job. Really? Just it imagine someone. It's low energy, which Cake is good at. Cake is good See at my selling. co-host, tall and beautiful. <laughs> That's good. <laughs> Fred Schneider <laughs> covers this song. B-52s. Who else? Oh, you know who would be good at it? It's Tom Waits. Tom oh, Waits yeah. is very good at sort of the talk singing. Um, and he could do kind of a dark version of it. Maybe he could add a couple a couple verses about people jumping off the tower or like how, you know, you look into the tower in the dark and it's kind of like seeing the depths of your soul. Um, you look into the tower, the tower looks back at you. Yeah. Yeah, I like that. Um, Who would be the weirdest person to cover this song? Maybe I mean, Weird t- Al, obviously. But uh, Well, it's got it right there in the <laughs> I mean, name. What if Weird Al, Al did, a, did a parody of this song? <laughs> what would it be? It would be... Uh, See, see the see the clowner tower see the power glove for the nintendo power glove <laughs> oh nintendo power, power in my mailbox <laughs> nintendo power sure playing with roblox nintendo power <laughs> i love mario and they've got the pull out map so i know where to go <laughs> good that's good we oh man um okay cool so weird al i think uh like a maybe Toby Mac would be pretty weird. Like a Christian rocker would be a weird person to cover the song. What about Bjork? Like uh, Bjork? You're just naming people Bjork? who are weird, weird musicians. No, but I'm like, I think she would do a fun job because she would like fuck with the, she would syncopate the rhythm, uh-huh. make it insane, and then like completely uh, like undermine the, the 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 rhyme structure and, sure. and the the stands of the song. So it would be about something completely different. I think that'd be fun. Do you know who'd be the weirdest to cover it? Who? Uh, the Big Bopper. Because it would mean that he recorded it somehow <laughs> before his death or he's come back to life. Buddy Holly, Richie Valens, and the Big Bopper all recorded this song. To, like they were going, this is why they were flying to sing. They were trying to, Years Kevin's, before the CN Tower was built. <laughs> Kevin has received this song in parts in a dream for the past 10 years from those three beaming it to him from the afterlife. That's uh, what this is about. J.K. Rowling would be the weirdest to cover this. <laughs> yeah, my my son 
my four-year-old son, it would be very strange if he had the understanding and musical accomplishment to cover this song. Is there a band in Harry Potter? Like, is there any sort of music? Oh, like, that's a great question. Musical people? I don't think there are. I don't think I'm there sure are they're in the either. movies. I think in the movies, I'm sure there is like some like fucking wizard rock band or some shit. A band but, like, played at like the Yule Ball or whatever it was, but yeah. I don't think so. I think so. that like, yeah, Harry Potter is more like a sports metaphor because Harry's just like captain of the fucking football team. Yeah, yeah, right? yeah, yeah. 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 I think so. so. Okay. Well, Wheel, I hope we got you down and strapped you in, buddy. All right. Now it's time to take our question from our friends, our fans. Say it with me, Ev. Our silly our ba, little ba, sluts. Ba, ba. No, no, no. All right. Here's a question from our friend, M. Here we go. Hi, M. M says, which member of BNL could you impersonate the longest publicly and privately before being found out oh man do we i assume we look like them i bud there's no more context given so maybe you so do. i'd be i'd be immediately found out no matter who i am well like. but unless you got a lot of extensive pub, uh, plastic surgery okay so let's say i can doppelgang ask them like who could i impersonate like you look you look Almost indistinguishable from who they are, like who, what they look like well, now. Well, first up, I have to think about height. So I think you should, you would be a gym, right? Isn't Jimmy tall? Be, yeah, I think I have a, I have a gym build. I'd have to lose about like 30 or 40 pounds, but right. I could, I'm, I think I'm way taller than Jim, but like, are you? I've got a, I've got, I could, I could go skeletal if I need to. Okay. And you could get like part of your knees chopped off. They could chop off. Yeah, I'd have to get that. Like, you know, they're doing that surgery with like the guys where they like cut your shins and put like an extra three. I'd have to get the reverse of that where I get like stumped. I get stumped on my shins and thighs. Do you think? So I have a, I have a a tall man's torso, but my lower half is like (laughs) half the fucking size. That'd be pretty cool. I kind of like that. But your face. That's exactly what Jim looks like. (laughs) (laughs) Your face kind of looks like Jim. You've got a Jim face. I'd have to get dye my hair, get like I'd have to like get a little bit more cadaverous, but yeah, I think I have a rounder face than Jim. But yeah, well, let me I think let that, me ask you this: that. How long do you think you could do it? You can't play bass. Um, I can't play bass. I don't know much well, about music. Well, you sort of can. I you... played bass in a in a band once, but I was just kind of like thumbing along with it. But okay. I could figure out bass. I think I could figure bass out in given like six months. I could figure out how to play bad bass. Okay. Um, but I couldn't play Jim's bass. Um. I think I could masquerade as Jim for a week if I wasn't like put to the test. Okay. Like if I if they'd be like, oh well, what's this? And I'd be like, oh, that's just a G minor uh, progression. I just say something. I just make some shit up, and okay. you know, I'm Jim, so I would get yeah, off yeah. on it. You would. Yeah, get and then off I would jog. <laughs> I would get off on it. I would just start. I would just start cranking it, and they'd be like, oh, that's Jim. <laughs> that's our Jimmy boy. Pull out that hog, Jimmy. Whoa, it's much smaller than it used to be. What happened oh, to your like, 19-inch hog? I'd just be like, I- I'm real sleepy. <laughs> they call me Sleepy Jim. <laughs> sleepy that, Jim Cregan. how you explain how your penis got smaller? I'm so yeah. sleepy today. <laughs> your, your penis gets a lot smaller when you sleep, right? It's like <laughs> right, being a cold <laughs> Um, I think... What about, uh, what about you? I, okay, so wait. How did you get rid of Jim? Uh, Devoured him. <laughs> okay, and thereby gained his powers. Yeah. Oh, so I can play the bass. I can play the bass really well. Sure, sure. I gain sure. all of his all of his memories and abilities. Okay. So how can I? How long can I masquerade at Jim if I can play the bass and I know everything he knew? Uh huh. So I guess the question is, how long would I want to masquerade as Jim? Um, oh, you think you could do it? There is no limit to the amount. He's got a wife so got, and children. But I've got all the memories, so I can like, 
I can like be like, hey, hey, babe, remember when I like wanted to put my evil inside you when I like <laughs> you were giving me a chill and I like crawled inside your face. <laughs> I wanted to wear, I wanted to wear your face like a mask. I wanted to like take your teeth out and replace it with my teeth. Remember those? <laughs> and she'd be like, oh, Jim, you're so romantic. <laughs> sure. So how long would you want to be Jim? And then I would just unhinge my jaw, uh, like he does. <laughs> yeah. Yep, his uh, how long would I want to be Jim? I don't know. A week. Okay. And then you, and then you leave his family with nothing. Yeah. Then I vomit. Up, I vomit up a bunch of bones, uh, like an uh-huh. owl pellet. That's just like Jim's, like fucking. I, Again, his family does not blink an eye. This is not new for Jim. <laughs> yeah. Like he always returns. If you love something, <laughs> set it free. It will return in the autumn as it always does uh-huh. when it hatches from a hatches from an egg that has been in the center of our living room this whole time uh-huh. and that no one has remarked on it or, or will remark again. Nope. Okay. Cool. Wow. That's good. Uh. Boy, I think I feel like my answer pales in comparison, which is I think I could do a tie, right? Tie's easy, though. What do you mean? Tie's easy. Just got to be bombastic. Just yeah. got to be a big guy, but I can do that. I have that energy. I've got big tie energy, BTE. Yeah, you could do that. You could pull it off the longest. I think you'd be like, you, what you need to do would be like running around. You're just like going crazy. You're Tyler. You, you, you're greased yourself up. You're running around, and then you fake like a, a head injury you like run into a wall and you're like oh man i forget a lot of stuff i really i really hit my head real hard that's how i was gonna do it is i was going to figure out where he was driving in town and then just drive my car into his as fast as i could hoping to obliterate both of our faces and then just claim i'm ty when the time comes uh. right and he would be just gone he would be i'd try to somehow take out his brain when i flew out He's of my basically windshield. nothing yeah I would pulverize his face. Uh, yeah, He's atomized. Mm-hmm. But that would explain why I can't play the drums. Why I don't, you know, my face is all fucked up, so I don't make. Well, here's him look the thing. Like okay, so you're 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 um little little Seiki, dr- got rented a car in Toronto, flew into Toronto, rented a car, mm-hmm. driving down the street in your mm-hmm. little Canadian car. Mm-hmm. You see Tyler's driving. Mm-hmm. You smash into the car, mm-hmm. big wreck, boom, 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 <laughs> and you're laying there like. Blood all over your your face is fucking bleeding, and then you just hear the sound of like tearing me- tearing steel. Oh no! As Tyler rips his way out of the fucking car. <laughs> sure, sure, that makes and you, sense. And you realize you picked the wrong fucking BNL person to win. And he goes, "Another doppelganger." <laughs> That's what I always fucking hated about America. <laughs> Before, and then he... he takes you and like he just picks you up with one hand takes you down into his little pit and puts you with all the others oh god oh no in the doppel pit yeah you got a real like the thirst going on where you're like all of and he comes down he'll talk to you he'll talk Mm. to you you know like how did you think you were gonna pull it off (laughs) he talks to all of us yeah are we chained no we're just cowed you're just well yeah you're, you're it's more of a mental chaining I mean, but you're also you've also you're also terribly fucking injured from your accident. Sure, so it's like sure, a sure, it's sure. like a misery thing where you're he, like, yes, he gives me just you might be able to so hobble out. Die. Yeah, yeah, okay, that makes sense. And he lets okay. you go. He lets you. He lets you think you've escaped every now and again. So my answer is zero seconds. <laughs> That's yeah. how long Word. I can be tied <laughs> until he breaks you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then you know what? Then he'll let you be him for a little oh, bit. That's nice. Oh, what a sweetie. <laughs> he needs a break. All right. Well, M. He's like little little Tamara, little Tamara Stewart's uh, Christmas pageants tonight, and I don't, I don't want to go. I want to so, stay home. And so he sends this like bandaged up man with like <laughs> broken fingers. <laughs> he just writes the word tie on my bandages, and no one bats an eye. Nope. Just like no Jim one bats a tie. Yep. <laughs> well, Em, I hope we answered your question. Ebo. Yeah, we did it. 
creamy one. This was a real creamy one. Ding dong. See that tower? <laughs> I see it, friend. Um, Well, Ev, what do you got going on in the new year? This is new year, new you, right? Yeah, I got a novel coming out sometime this year. I don't know when. They'll, mm-hmm. I'll know when they mail me a copy. Oh, oh, hold on. It's it's about time to talk about uh, motherfucking, uh, hold on, Head of the Serpent. <sighs> Tell me about Head of the Serpent. It was a tie-in story I wrote to the novel that's coming out next year. That takes place before the novel, and I expected it to come out after the novel, but they released it before the novel. Great, that rules. So uh, yours I is guess. a prequel. Is it a prequel? Yeah, I guess. That's yeah. why, man. We need to get that context. Sure, but I guess it references <laughs> stuff in the novel that I was expecting people to have. Ah, never mind. Whatever. Has any reviews on Head of the Serpent? Is it a, a Warhammer, right? Yeah, it's Warhammer. Uh, okay. H of Sigmar. It's gotten five star review. Wow! So people love it, even though you're referencing one person reviewed it. Dagmar the Great, and nobody knows who Dagmar. Oh, sweet Dagmar. Uh huh. He's a good guy. Um, listeners, tonight is December twenty second in my world, and I have a show at the Forge in Columbus, Ohio. I so, would have had a show <laughs> if you're listening to me record this somehow. Then come on down, friends. Otherwise, you know. I said my album will be out soon. There's no, like five songs have been mixed. I'll see y'all in April, maybe May. We'll figure it out then. Maybe we'll be done with this album by then. Nice. Maybe we'll have moved on to more Man vs. B. We still gotta finish that. We gotta finish that. Our most most downloaded episode ever. (laughs) Of all time. Guess, can you take a guess on what our most downloaded episode is? Probably the one with uh, Justin McElroy. Yes, where he sings. Bank job. That was a big one. I was thinking about inviting him back since we're doing this in the afternoon on a weekday. But then I was like, I think I like it when we don't have guests. I think this is what this podcast is supposed to be. I'm glad you finally come around. I hate it, but I think you're right. I mean, we're not like, what does a guest do, right? I get to interact with people I love. Oh, that's fair. Okay. So a guest is just, it's just, you know, hero worship for sacred. And that's fine. No, I'm down for that. Like, okay. You're insulting Nick Weiger's memory last week. He did a great job. He did a wonderful job. But I feel like we have to, like, talk more calmly about the thing. Otherwise, we alienate. Yeah, we don't get to be ourselves. I get real nervous. It sucks. Yeah. Oh, wow. I do like watching you nervous, though. Yeah. I like watching you. Like, it's fun to watch you just shake. Yeah. Yeah, I like to watch Saker's hairline slowly recede during the course (laughs) of the episode. (laughs) All right, bud. This has been a great one. Yeah. One for the books. I'm Saker. I'm Evan. And we'll see you again in... One, one week. week. Yippee. Scrippy, I hope I record all that. Yep, there it is. <laughs>